is dead. Diane, I am holding in my hand a small box of chocolate buns. Hello. 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 <laughs> uh, welcome to There Will Be Drinking Recaps Twin Peaks. Uh, we're off of our mothership. Yeah. Which is, uh, there Will Be Drinking Podcast where we review uh, movies and television, but now we're doing Twin Peaks. Yep. Uh, we are on episode five. Yes, we are. The one-armed man. It it is it is that episode. It is that one. Yeah, oh. he appears in this one. He <laughs> finally really does. I mean, we got a we got a quick shot of him in real life, and then yeah. a fake dream version of him. But this mm-hmm. is the first good conversation and meet. Uh, we are your hosts. Yes, I am Kate. I'm Marta. Marta. What's up, guys? And uh, we're we're. Enjoying our, our drinks. Our Laura Palmer, as as per usual. As, yeah, as we do every time we watch a show. Exactly. It's delicious. Uh, Tea-infused bourbon and lemon juice. Yep. Yep. Uh, or lemonade or whatever you want. And then it just, it's it's like our weekly treat to ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's get to recapping this episode, huh? Hell yeah. All right. So um, we start in the crazy place. Yeah. We start at Laura Palmer's house. Yeah. That's where all the crazy lives. Yes. <laughs> I mean, besides the fact that Laura Palmer is, like, we don't know, we, we're learning a lot about her, but she's clearly insane. Yeah, this entire, yeah, I really didn't think, I know this is crazy, but I really didn't think this entire show would be about her. It, it is. And it super is. <laughs> and her parents are just as insane. Yeah. I will say that they loved her out of all the parents in this in this uh in this in this world, I in mean, this but, universe. But they Mary, totally loved her. Everyone loved Laura. It that's, wasn't just like right. it was everyone. Yeah, that's true. So they go there because uh her mother, Sarah, has been having visions. Uh, and there's a, so there's a caricature artist actually in the house that is draw that she's describing basically the, the man she saw at the foot of Laura's bed, mm-hmm. um, and which we know as evil Bob from Agent Cooper's dreams, but yes. we haven't seen him in the flesh yet. He's no. not a real man. Not yet. yet. No. Um, but then she also reveals she had a second vision. Donna's there. And then she had a vision that the, the heart piece necklace that was buried by James and Donna was dug up with a gloved hand. Mm. And we also get another shot of Invitation of Love. Yeah. That was was interesting. Yeah. So, so as, then we fade in to, we're at the police station now. Lucy's watching Invitation of Love too, so Mm -hmm. cut right to it. Um, Agent Cooper is actually interviewing Dr. Jacoby. Yes. Uh, He's being his crazy usual self. He also is into metaphysical things right circa but only hawaiian hawaiian stuff yeah he's like i'm into the eastern too but not that far yeah it's weird or and i was like what so agent cooper's asking if he um had sexual issues you know he's like well i don't want to breach doctor patient confidentiality which once a patient is dead and is murdered isn't it kind of Required. I have no idea. I honestly have the, no idea. I don't know either. But I would think that because they're they're they at danger, murdered, I feel like you could 
get a warrant to... I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. So, and then he also accused, asked him if straight up if he had sex with her that night. And he was like, no. That's ridiculous. No. no. But he said it in the most unconvincing exactly. way. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but last, but he... Did, and I Did you notice that he was wearing two colored shades? Yes, in his I did. Glasses? I thought that was weird. One was red, one was black. Yeah. One was like blue. Oh, okay. It was blue. It was, yeah, it was weird. Um, but he did say, the one kind of only useful information he gave Agent Cooper was that he followed a man the night that Laura was killed in a red Corvette because she said that he's been ha- she'd been having problems with him. Oh. She didn't, he didn't say a name, but they, obviously the, you know, the deputies and the sheriff know that Leo it's Johnson Leo owns Johnson. a red Corvette because yeah. it's kind of like... It's a red Corvette, for God's sakes. Like, how, how would you not know someone who has that in town? Right. Especially somebody who's, like, has a rap sheet. So, right. so they put an APB out on Leo Johnson. They're looking for him. And um, while they're there, uh, they get a report that Albert Rosenfeld has finished uh, finished his report. Right. Um, he says that there's two different types of twine that bound her mm-hmm. and that she had bird bites on her. On her shoulders. On her shoulders. Like that, That's right? where the yeah. bites were from. Yeah, bird bites. Um, and then also the, the caricature of the man is presented to Cooper, and he confirms that that is the same man that she had. The same Bob dreams. that he saw. Exactly. Yeah. And then lastly, like, there's a lot of stuff that happens in this this one right. scene in the police station. Um, lastly, while they're, you know, they're standing there, Deputy Hawk gives him a call and says that they discovered the one-armed man. Yes. Who in the dream was named Mike. And in real life turned out to be named Mike too. So the one-armed man is staying at a motel. They all leave and go and try and find him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benjamin Horn and Catherine Martell are also in the hotel mm-hmm. having sweet, sweet love. Um, <laughs> Creepy love. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, and the fun, the greatest scene was Andy. Andy drops his gun while they're there, like trying to to knock on Mike's door because he, they he's don't. Never used one. He's before. never used one. He drops he's it so and it cute. fires. It's so goofy. He's so cute. Um, so and then also the other thing that gets dropped is when Catherine and Ben are talking about the gun and like the shootout that's ha- well not a shootout but the potential of of mm-hmm. of friendly fire happening outside. Uh, ben drops a, a a poker chip from one from one eye jacks. I couldn't figure out what that was. It was a po- yeah, it was uh, a poker check from one eye jacks. Okay. So, um, so anyway, so they so also, finally wait. Ben has a little Elvis. Oh Did yeah, you catch that? I don't, what was that? I don't know. It was like a little voodoo he Elvis. Said, I don't know. He had a toy Elvis, and he, he said like, he was going to bring him with him to. Shower. I don't know. I don't really know what that was. Whole thing. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, it was more the poker chip. That's the only reason why I was even bothered mentioning it, really. But eventually, they get in Mike's motel room. He's perfectly nice man. He's Mm -hmm. he's a shoe salesman. Mm -hmm. The only reason he's in town is because his best friend Bob was in the hospital, Mm -hmm. which is why he was in the hospital when uh, Deputy Hawk previously saw him. Mm -hmm. Um, And apparently, his friend Bob is the best veterinarian in the area right so he's like well you know we need to find bob because he's uh, the yin to mike's yang right the other the other great thing is is, uh uh, agent cooper was like well what you know when you lost your arm you had a tattoo on it what what was on there 
the associating it with the dream and thinking that it was going to be something like gang related or evil right. or whatever. Yeah. And it was a it was a tattoo for his mom. Yeah, it was so and he cute. Cried. He cried like a little baby. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then we get a scene shortly thereafter. Um, where they are going to eventually head to the veterinarian. But we get a scene at the high school where Audrey and Donna are in the bathroom together. They decided they're going to start doing work to find research about Laura's double life. Yeah. Because they both don't know much about it. Right. Um, I think Audrey just wants to, like, do it just to do it. And also, well, I think she, she wants to bring her father down. I think she knows her father said, is involved well, in some way. she said at the way. beginning of the scene, she was like... If I find out who killed Laura, then maybe Agent Cooper will realize I'm the woman of his dreams. But I think the main thing is he, she wants to bring her father down. Well, maybe. She might have more than one. You She's know? kind of just like anarchy. She just right. likes chaos. Right. Uh, so they're going to do that. Uh, and then we also, shortly thereafter, get a sh- uh, Norma goes to jail and she's going to help uh, at her husband's parole here. And uh, he promises that he will change and that he'll make up for all his wrongdoing to Dorma. Um, and she says that, you know, that they would live together. She would give him a job. And uh, so so they, they haven't decided right then and there. But while he's sitting there, he's holding a double three domino. Yeah. Which is like, why? So why yeah. there's, there's so much symbolism in the show. It's kind of insane. It's also just a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> so then, so then we get to we get to Doctor Bob's. Right. His, actually, Lidecker is uh, his name. So it's Bob's practice. They they think it's a bird that actually was attacked that attacked Laura that was somehow a patient for Doctor Lidecker. So because mm-hmm. if Bob's involved and then their patients involved, it's kind of all becoming muddled together at this point. So they decide that they're going to take all of the files, mm-hmm. find the birds, and see if any of the owners of the birds are associated some way with Laura's, right, right. with this, like, fishiness that's going around in town. Right. Uh, so they take, they go through all of his files. Uh, they're looking for all of the patients that are with birds. And then as they also, they, <laughs> we also get... Um, they get back to the they get back to the station and they decide they need to have Andy do a shoot like a shooting practice shooting at right. the same time, and that he's having problems with Lucy. They're dating each other. Yeah, so, they're so cute. I know, but the Andy shooting his gun in this scene where he's at the firing he range. He can't fire it. He's, he's like so he's on a cute. pogo stick. He's so cute. Uh, another scene we also get in here is um, Shelly and Bobby at at Shelly's house. And uh, they're making out. She, Shelly feels bad for Bobby. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, I guess. Their it's, relationship is it's crazy. Whatever. Yeah, it's whack. But she, you know, also, you know, confines in him about Leo and then shows him the bloody shirt yeah. that Leo had. And so he decides, you know what, that I can use this and right. make Leo not a problem anymore and kind right. of set him up as being the murderer right. of Laura because he's one, I owe him money, Right. he's a problem for me, and he's clearly a problem for you, and we just want to be together. So right. so they use that to, to get what they want in the long run. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. What's next, Caitlin? Uh, well, then we, after we get away from um, firing the gun, the gun yeah. range, and, and also they have a short period of time where they talk about their their relationships. Yes. So Hawk talks about his girlfriend in kind of like a, like I wrote her a poem 
and we're there talking about Andy and Lucy, and then uh, uh, Cooper kind of reveals his relationshipness, where he's like, "I once had a girl." Yeah. Weird. Whatever. Yeah. So we don't really know what that's what's going on there. But then, so after we are at the shooting range, we go to the diner, the R R diner. Double R. Yep. Um, and the girls. The girls at the diner. Yep. They're having problems with all their men. Well, they have two men's. They have two men's each. <laughs> two men's. You know, they've both got violent men, apparently, that they decided to marry. I mean, clearly, they must have had terrible fathers, <sighs> too, both, or something. Yeah, they it's both, poor ladies. And then they have two men who are just kind of, like, willing to do whatever for them. Although, I have to say, Shelly, I assume, is not in high school, right? I don't know. I mean, she could be high school age and, and, like, dropped out or something. I don't know. Okay. All right. I don't know how old Bobby is if he's 18. He must be 18. I think I he... Assume. I think they said he was 18 yeah, at some I'm point. Yeah, I'm fine with Bobby being 18. And also, I'm okay with Shelly being a little bit older than him. That's fine. Yeah. But I am a little bit like, why are all these high schoolers sleeping with adults? I don't like, know. Yeah. But well, Norma whatever. has normal-aged men she's sleeping with. Yeah, normal's... Norma's not included in this criticism. <laughs> Norma's fine. But they both married violent men. Oh, and yes. And then um, ha- are having affairs with, like, nicer versions. Yes. But still, like, equally not interesting. Right. But anyway, so they're like, oh, what are we going to do? Oh, no, our whole lives are revolved around men. Um, and they're like, let's go out and have a facial tomorrow and, and have a girl's day. Yeah. And Shelly, as they're talking about Leo, Shelly is like, I'm going to, in her face, she's like, I'm going to murder him. She's she's, like, I'm going to take care of him. Yeah. She's ready to to wrap that shit up. And then, so those girls have decided what they're doing with their lives. So then James comes into the diner um, and gets on the phone with Donna. And Donna's like, oh, we're making potluck for our church, me and my dad. And that was kind of cute. She was like, do you want to come over? And he was like, yeah, I'll be over later. And then he sees Madeline. The niece, Laura's cousin, Ferguson, come in, and then they have an exchange, and it's basically benign. It's like, oh my god, you look like Laura. Yeah, I'm here to help the Palmers. Oh, okay. Taking care of them. I'm taking care of them. I'm really nice. I used to love Laura because nobody dislikes her except for Audrey. The yeah. only human who dislikes her. She just she doesn't even dislike her. She's just suspicious of her. Yeah, she just she saw through her, like, her bullshit. Exactly. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> so, okay, and then Oh, and then we find out because Norma gets a phone call at the diner that yes. Hank got his parole and is coming to live with her. Yeah. Um, who knows if spa day is canceled or not? Who knows? You know, men <laughs> men's always be ruining spa day. <laughs> they usually do, yeah. Uh, spa day with Sade. Oh <laughs> Is it a real thing? Is, did you just come up with that? Yeah, I just thought of it That's in my head. Great. We should do that sometime. We should have a spa day with Sade. Just we should just be like, listen, we're gonna come to your spa, but only if you only play Shade the whole time. In the background. People will be like, okay, that's, that's a weird request, but sure. I mean, we kind of have that playlist queued up already, so that's fine. It's fine, and then we'll show up and we'll just chant Spa Day with Shade, Spa Day with Shade. Okay, I'm into it. Speaking of spas, yeah, uh, Ben Horn, Benjamin Horn, yes, is riding a stationary bicycle because he's got to stay slim. Yeah, he's in his hotel. 
and he's on the phone. And apparently, you know, the Norwegians aren't into buying land, but the Iceland maybe the Icelanders. Why are they only like going with Scandinavian types? I don't know. What's wrong with other types of Europeans? What's wrong with other types of people with money? You know, <laughs> that's true. It could just be one person. Like it's not that much. The land isn't worth like hundreds of billions of dollars that you need like. A country to buy it from I don't you. know. Yeah. Are they trying to build a ski resort too? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I like don't know. Yeah, one, one human can own a ski resort. That's plausible. Yeah, I don't know. Um, anyway, okay, so that that's happening. And then uh, Audrey comes in and she's like in this really modest outfit and like her hair is back. And she's yep. like, Dad, you were mad at me and I didn't like that, and I've been thinking, and I want to get involved in the business, because I one of my close friends just died, and we don't have a lot of time left no. on this earth, and then, you know, my brother's not going to be able to take care of it, because he's disabled, and, and you're going to help me, Dad. I'm turned around and in my life. You and me are both watching this, like, she's so full of shit. Yeah. This is something. She's just trying she's to get information. something, right? Yeah. Um, and then eventually she's like, I just, you know, maybe I'll start working at the department store in the cosmetic section, which is where Lori used to work. So she's trying to get um, more information there. Um, okay. And then Audrey leaves and they have this beautiful father-daughter moment that's so forced because it's untrue. Oh yeah. And then, yeah. And then he gets, uh, Ben Horn gets on the phone and he's like, meet me somewhere. Yep. After Audrey leaves. Some mysterious person. Meet me by the river. By the river. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're back in the police station, and we're looking through the... They're uh, still sorting through the files. The veterinary files. Trying to find those birds. Trying to figure out that bird issue. And they get a phone call from the FBI center. Yep. Uh, and they're like, hey, uh, it turns out that the bite marks from the bird are from either a parrot or a minor bird. Uh-huh. And then Andy's like, hey... I found a bird that's a minor bird, and it's owned by Jacques Renault. Yep, and his name is Waldo, too. Waldo. <laughs> I just had to say Where that. is he? We found him. Where's um, Waldo? Yeah. Uh, so they're like, okay, well, obviously this links Jacques Renault to whatever. And he has a bad rap, and they think he's been running drugs. And... Well, they also said, too, what was the J that was in her stomach, the plastic piece. Oh, that's right. And, and it, it was a was, poker chip. And it was another poker chip from One Eye Jacks. Right. So what she was One swallowing Jacks. a poker chip. One Eye Jacks, man. That's where all the shady shit's going down. Over in Canada. Yeah. So that's like a jurisdiction issue. I would mm, say so. Interesting. <laughs> um, we'll have to get the Mounties involved. Exactly. <laughs> So, okay. Um, so then they run over to uh, Jack Renault's, and while they're doing that, or Renu, whatever. And while they're doing that, uh, Ben Horn is meeting his mystery man do- down by the river, which who happens to be Leo. Holy shit. And Leo has murdered someone. And Leo's like very casually like, that's he's a dead like, body. He's like peeing, isn't he? I, the, the, okay, here's the thing about this scene, too, especially, is like, they don't seem to work together that often. No, like, no. Like, Norma's husband actually suggested him to hire Leo for the job. Just for arson. When, to, do, when did that happen? I Apparently, Benjamin... Ben mentioned it. He said, Hank... Oh, you're su- right. He suggested, said, Hank you're right. Suggested I work with you. Right. For the for burning down the Packard sawmill, which is why... Which is what he's paying him for. What he's paying him for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
it's not like they, they're, like, best friends or, like, do a lot of shady shit together. Right. So he's just, like, has a dead body sitting there and he's, like, it's no big deal. Yeah, he's, like, the Renault, he's, Leo's, like, the Renault guys, well, I, Leo's reaction is believable based on his just regular performance. Right. So it's, like, the Renault guys were running drugs. I was in cahoots with them, um... Bernie Bernal just got out of prison and I and thought he, he was, was going to rat on me and whatever, whatever. So he and him. here's his dead body. Yeah. And Ben is just like, oh, okay, well, listen, <laughs> on to business. That's fine. The that's dead body's what, fine. That's what's weird. It's like he doesn't care. Yeah. And also he doesn't care that he's letting him know about that. It's so it's weird. It's so weird. Okay. <laughs> so, but anyway, he takes the money. He's going to commit the arson. Um, ooh, and now we're deep in the woods, and Donna and James have gone to see if they can find where the necklace was buried. Wait, we, are you gonna, are you gonna go back to the Jacques house? Because I feel oh, like it's yeah, important right. I skipped, scene I skipped that, that, I skipped happened that, I skipped there that, as well. That. Okay, so you're right. So they go, okay, so now the police are, end up at Jacques' house, Jacques Renault's house, and when they get there, someone's inside. And yes. And it's Bobby, and Bobby runs away and runs down the alleyway, and, uh, but they, I don't think they saw him, so, it, so they don't know it was him. Yeah. They, they get into they break into Jacques' house and they find the Leo's bo- bloody shirt. And the funnier thing is that it has his initials on there. So they're like, no. <laughs> Could it be more obvious? And that's like the first thing they look at. They're like, every shirt I've ever seen has someone's initials on it. I mean, and yeah. Then, and it could be it could be LJ whatever. Okay. It could fine. be LBJ. Fine. Fine. <laughs> it could be LBJ. So they find another man's shirt inside another man's apartment. Yeah. Well, I and mean, assume I th- anyway. It's well, fine. I think that they. Uh, so I get it. I thought. I think that they were all. They're all concerned that they're going to rat on each other for something. So they. I think that's. Believ- oh, you mean the criminals? Yeah. So I think they're. Yeah. I think it's believable that you'd walk in and see like someone else who's kind of holding some sort of information on the other. Here's here's where this lost me. Okay. As this here's where it's like, oh, okay, this is a soap opera that isn't based. I mean, I I knew it wasn't based in reality, but here's where it like lost me is when, not that I don't like Agent Cooper, but when he started like attaching his dreams to part of the investigation when I was like, okay, you're not Sherlock Holmes because you're not using logic. I know. And logic would say that like, yes, this is a bloody shirt in someone's house with these initials, but we don't know until we know kind of thing. Absolutely. Also, what is it doing here? It shouldn't be here. Why would he be keeping the bloody shirt of someone else? I, yeah. Anyway, fine. So now we have to go find Leo and arrest him. Right. But he's busy setting things on fire probably in the near future. Um, okay, now we're in the woods with James and Donna, and they're digging up the necklace that they buried there. Or based, they or they're they based on the Palmer, Sarah Palmer's... Right, at the beginning of premonition. the uh, yeah. episode. And they dig, and there's nothing there. And then we have kind of a weird moment where... Well, it seems like a good time to make out, though, right, Caitlin? Always a good time to make out. Always a good time I mean, to make if out. I'm standing over there's a hole never, and, and I got bad news, I would want to make out with there's you. There's never a bad time give to me make, some make out. Give me some bad news and we'll make out right now. I'm going to... No, but there's no <laughs> woods here. <laughs> All right. There's no creepy music. There's no woods. We don't have All a right. dead friend. You're it's, right. It's just not the right time. All right. Next, I, the ambiance well, isn't there. I'll create it next time. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm just now, I'm just like, how many drinks has she had? She wants to make out with me. My God. <laughs> You're just so beautiful tonight, Caitlin. Oh, God. We're doing this for us. We're doing this for us. We're going to find out who killed Laura for us. Because if we don't, we're going to go fucking crazy. Again, I feel you're, like we're never going to find yeah, out Yeah, you already said Laura. that. Um, but anyway, so 
They have a fun moment. And then, uh, this was weird. Final scene. Yeah, final scene. We're back at the Packard house. And Peter Packard, who is adorable. His, his, actually, his name's Martel. Because he's married into the family. He's not really. Oh, him. that's not his name. Okay. His Martin. Pete Martel. Pete Martel. Okay, so Pete Martel walks in. He's But he's married to Catherine Packard, who's the sister. Right. Whatever. Correct. And Josie Packard is there. J- Jocelyn. And she's like, I'm going to make you a turkey sandwich. And he's like, okay. And he's like, I have a fishing competition coming up. Do you want to help me in my fishing competition? She's like, yeah, it sounds fun. And it's just. They are cute. So cute. And he's like, you're my kind of gal. And he obviously really likes her. I think, I don't know. And I don't even think he likes her romantically. I, I think don't he either. Just I likes think he just likes her as yeah, a person. Because she works hard. And she does yeah. care about the mill. And compared to his fucking wife. Yeah. You know, yeah. He, he does, she does care about the mill. I think mm-hmm. he realizes that. So, um, so that's cute. And then he leaves and then Josie's opening her mail and she finds an envelope with like a handwritten, so we can assume it's from prison. And she pulls out this drawing of the three-sided domino or the three-three domino. Yeah. And then shortly thereafter she gets a call and it's from Hank and he's like, do you get my message? She's like, yeah. (laughs) She's not, she doesn't seem excited about it. And then what does he say? See you soon? I think it's the only thing he says. And he like licks each side of the domino, which was Terrible for me to watch. I don't... There's Ooh. so many things about this I don't understand. This is so gross. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Vomit, I don't know what worthy. was happening in that scene. Oh, man. So, Meredith. Yeah. What do you think... You know, Agent Cooper had a lot of things discovered today. Oh, man. What do you think he wrote in his notepad that we didn't get to see? Only in my dreams. I think he just wrote that. And then a little, like... Uh, is that a song? Because I don't note? know. I think so. Okay. Only in my dreams. Da-da. Isn't that the Top Gun song? Where they're making love? <laughs> it sounds familiar. I'm pretty positive. Okay. Okay. We'll or, have to find that one. Could be wrong. Yeah, I would say something of, yeah, only in my dreams. Okay. I don't know. Um, it can't be too long because he's not. It's not that long. He's been so busy. It's been so busy. He's been running around like I don't, crazy. Our other uh, other options would be research minor birds. Yeah, yeah, excellent choice. That actually makes logical sense. Yeah, which makes me think he wouldn't put it in there, but it's okay. He would I do it. it. He does put logical things in there too. He is the most logical, and that's even reaching on the show. I know. Um, what would you? What would he? What do you think he put? I think he put. I like that he puts like personal notes in there. Yeah, so that's I, why I put research minor birds. Yeah, yeah. I, I think his personal note is um, go go on a singles night or go on a singles cruise. <laughs> a reminder. Yeah, because, you know, he's, like, he probably doesn't have a lot of time to date, and he had that moment where he, like, thought about that one love, and he, he seemed to be kind of, re- like, peacefully reminiscent, so it's like, yeah, go, go yeah, good try for you. find yourself a good person. Good for you. So who is your favorite minor character of this oh, episode? 1,000% Andy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Definitely Andy. <laughs> oh, so man. Cute. Well, then, you know what? I'm going to take Lucy, because she was really cute, she, too. She, they were both adorable They were both the couple. They're, you know, you guys joint, joint awards. Um, All right, lastly. Yeah, who do you think did it? Who killed Laura Palmer? Who, who the fuck killed Laura Palmer? Oh, Jesus. I got it. I mean, I know he's a red herring. We keep saying that, but I'm going to go with Leo this time. Because oh, yeah. he's fine with bodies just being around he, casually. Yeah, he's totally cool with the bodies. Just <laughs> he's just like, look, body. Um, hmm. I'm going to go with Ben Horn. Because uh, yeah. he doesn't seem to really give a fuck about he Laura Palmer. He does not give a fuck. 
No, he's not. He doesn't even want to like. Everyone's like finding out information about her, and he's like, "Whatever, I have like my well, business to oh, attend." Oh, that's to. another thing I meant to mention was when Audrey and Ben are talking in his office. I guess um, there's a picture of Laura and Audrey together on his desk. Weird. And I was like, "What? They're not together that often. Maybe they don't like each other." I was. It that was weird. Okay. I don't know. Alrighty. So, all right, guys, tell us what you think. Subscribe yeah. to this and our Mothership podcast, There We'll Be Drinking. Please. Uh, here, uh, follow us on Twitter at TWBD Podcast, on Instagram at There Will Be Drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, like us on Facebook on There Will Be Drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, to all of y'all out there, have a good cup of joe and pie up your life. Pie up your life. Pie it up. 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 Bye bye. Bye bye.